Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt Teorio. I welcome in my co-host, our own version of Mr. Bean, one Gerard Barrera. Oh, shots fired. Hey, what's up, my nerds? We are also joined tonight by our very own Rick Astley, Theo Wolski. How you guys doing? Rick Astley, really? Oh my God. Pretty good. Pretty good now. I'd rather Mr. (laughs) Don't be Rickrolling me right now. Oh, you've been Rickrolled. How you guys doing tonight? I love that song. Horrible now that I got (laughs) Rickrolled. Horrible. That is awesome. I mean, how would you like to go through life knowing that you are now a thing? And it's just Rick rolling. <laughs> You're not even known it's for your music. It's a negative thing. Like, still, <laughs> P, like, PR, they always say good news, or any news is good news, but still. However, I like that there was that really good mashup, though, that was um, a VC versus Rick. It was um, Never Gonna Wake You Up. And it was in the video. We used to watch this at, um, we watched this at uh, our former employer, where it's got clips of movies, and they mixed in Chumbawamba with it. I don't remember find it again yes so how's the weekend Good old youtube i know uh doing pretty well um had a few days off doing you know doing my own thing yeah we played a little borderlands yeah how's the the back how's the back doing mine jerry Jerry? uh well well. and yours very well um enough to i've started going i've started back at the gym so i'm going regularly yeah when he says the gym he means the gym of jack in the box because i saw that cup he had this where you were drinking from is that jack in the box that you were drinking from oh yeah 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 Yeah, gym of jack in the box i I had a craving i'm sorry No, mine. Uh, it's all protein. It was all protein. That's all I can say. <laughs> today was uh, today was my last day at PT. Oh, nice. nice. And I got stabbed again. <laughs> what? Mean, dude, I got needled again. Not that kind of stabbing uh, needles. Okay. <laughs> like, he's casually on the show just after getting stabbed. Yeah, I got stabbed. I, you know. Oh, I was about to say you a straight OG. You straight OG, dog. Well, the beanie wasn't here to say what that's four inches. That does nothing. (laughs) So, so so you you got a flesh wound. That's what you you got. uh, Mr. Scary Boy Spice. Hey, what's going on? Oh, Oh, yeah. Spicy boy. Oh, God. So first and foremost, before we read a a, a comment from one of our listeners. Oh, please tell me you did not talk to my mom. Yes. I have not oh, talked to your mom. You. Oh, I should God. though. I, I really yeah, do because she hasn't. Snap. She hasn't reached out to me since you know the last podcast. But oh, you God. promised us a story about Spice Boys version two for the oh, following yes. year. Very true. Oh, that's right. I did. Sure. I'm not letting this you forget promise. this embarrassment. Oh, okay. So the previous <laughs> year. Okay, so the previous year we did the Spice Boys. Yep. So the same yeah. like talent show. Uh, presentation because it wasn't a competition but it was just like hey this is the our talented you know drama and singing show off type of thing yeah and like whatever thought whatever thoughts you got like to present anyways so (laughs) me and the same crew that did the spice boys uh 
actually got together and like, so like, are we doing this? Like, dude, we got a top neck last year. We got to, and we're going like, this is it. Cause it was like seventh and eighth grade. So we were like, dude, we got a top cause we're gone next year. So, um, we were trying to think like, okay, so what do we, what do we do? Like the spice girls was pretty, pretty great. But I was like, dude, the village boys, <laughs> I've already thought of it. You did the village. So people? this was so did this wasn't year people. two of Spice Boys. It was Village Boys. Yeah. So the the next okay. season, yeah, the next year was uh, Village Boys, and we did uh, so same thing, a compilation of all three of their hits and three different choreographies. But at the very end was like the finishing touch. My buddy Anise uh, would be in the middle while me and like the other guys would like help him rip his shirt off <laughs> and then he would be like dude <laughs> so what great was this just him <laughs> we oh, were this was amazing yeah we were so you guys did village people but then threw in a little magic mic yeah a little bit yeah <laughs> was it magic mic or was dude. it janet jackson like, super bowl <laughs> Oh, no, it was Magic Mike because that was planned. <laughs> but, the, but the worst part of it is we couldn't uh, <laughs> we couldn't do we did that finale at the first show, which was for the for the school. The second show, which was public for the uh, family and friends and the parents, the school was like, you can't rip off the show. You got to think of something, <laughs> something else. So. uh so we thought of him having like long, like he already had cut off like sleeves as like a shirt, but then yeah. it was a, like a cut up V neck so we can rip it off better. But he okay. thought like, maybe I'll just rip off the sleeves and like have snap on long sleeves and then rip those off. And that'd be the finale. The first one was way better. Cause it was the original idea. But so, yeah. Jerry Newman. <laughs> oh God. Made a comment about your story from last week. Oh God! <laughs> it's been a little while since we've heard from Newman, and it's I gotta nice. say, it's great that Newman's back. <laughs> you know, he moved into a new house. He had to get it unpacked and everything. So you know, he had to go. You know, stash your stolen mail someplace. Um, <laughs> but yes, Newman, we love you. So he asks Jerry. So tell us what you want, what you really, really want. <laughs> <laughs> you want to spice up your life, Newman. Newman. So yeah, it's good. It's we were joking around about that at work. It was kind of funny. It was great. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. So well, the video, the video is even better. Uh, please tell me your mom has that. I'm pretty sure she's got it. Yeah. Her if or my grandma. If we, if we don't get it before um, uh, our next trip, I'm making sure that I have a connection flight in Arizona, and I'm meeting up. With <laughs> I'm, I'm getting that stuff, man. Yeah. I am. You know what? Actually, no. Better yet, I'm just gonna message his mom right now, and I'm you gonna ask her for oh, it. God. Ball rolling. <laughs> So hopefully, hopefully she's got them both. I think she's got them both. But remember, she just moved. So, she doesn't, so there's still a lot of stuff in boxes. She's got ample time. 
We are much willing to wait for this glorious video. Yes, we are. It's the holy grail of Cherry. Oh, my God. So uh, let's let's talk about the absurd in Deadpool. We love yes. the movies. Love them. So the writers of Deadpool Reynolds. have come out and said that Deadpool 3 is going to be rated R. Yes. Okay. I love that, which that means Disney's going to release it under their Touchstone Pictures brand. Fine. Totally fine. fine. Yeah. And they've also said they want to see a Deadpool Zombieland crossover. (gasps) Oh, they write both. They write both of them. So. Zombieland comes out November. Yeah. So it would be three. Zombieland three. Yeah. That'd be fun. Or it could just be like an end credit scene. Oh, that'd be hilarious. Crossover would be yeah. amazing. It would be hilarious. Just the amount of weird things that he would be doing to zombies. Like, I'm sure he, like, Deadpool being Deadpool, he would position zombies oh God. to do certain <laughs> things to each other. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. all eternity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It'll be like... It, when it, would, it would be like a blank canvas for Deadpool to just do whatever. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, that'd be, be like when he uh, rode the guy's face in the opening sequence of the That's first That's right, one. yes. Exactly. Like, oh, you know what? But the other thing is, like, because he has that that uh, the time travel piece, they really could be like, oh, I'm in another world. Like, boom. Yeah. And since they're opening up the, the multiverse, the multiverse, yeah. you know, either could it's... be a multiverse or he could have been in another dimension or something like that, whatever. But they could play with it to where it's not yep. still like Marvel canon. Right. Yeah. But that would be hilarious, though. Well, I mean. They are like they, you know, it was Deadpool as made by Fox, as uh, Fred Savage so eloquently put in Once Upon a Deadpool. It's like if okay. you know the Beatles <laughs> were produced by Nickelback. Yeah, <laughs> so, but actually, know. his. Did you see the rest of that though, dude? I the rest that. of his argument. I loved it. It actually is valid. It's pretty valid. They are <laughs> a very successful band. I think. They just yeah. got hit so hard of like every someone just like, oh, God, they're like Nickelback. And then it just took off like hatred for them became like a fad. It's like being Rickrolled. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, but that's you, you, you just the, got Nickelback. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you should relate. Wait, what, song, what song Nickelback would you play to Nickelback somebody? Ooh. <laughs> That's a good question. That is a good question. Exactly. I, I, I want to oh, I, oh, I know. Never started as a wise man. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I would do yeah. that one. Okay. Interesting. I'm trying to think. Hmm. Still on the topic of Deadpool and Zombieland, I would love there to be like a cutscene with like Crossover Deadpool, but take off the mask and it's Woody Harrelson. Oh, that'd be funny. No, better yet, that'd Bill be Murray. Oh, <laughs> Bill Murray. Still with he, his uh, zombie with, makeup on. Or like, with the, or actually with the cancerous makeup, like he is Deadpool. <laughs> that would be awesome. I love it. <laughs> You're welcome, Marvel, for these fantastic ideas. Yeah. <laughs> I would love it. I would love it. So, 
Speaking of uh, Marvel movies produced by other studios, um, I was reading right before we were starting this that it looks like everything for Sony is going to culminate with the Spider-Man versus Venom. For okay. the agreements with Sony? I No, I think what it's going to be is Sony's going to let Marvel do one more movie for them. Yeah, two. He's got two appearances. Well, they've got they've two. got MCU and a standalone Spider-Man. So I think what they're going to do is the oh, standalone yeah, yeah. Spider-Man movie, do the MCU, and then look yeah. at doing Spider-Man vs. Venom. Oh, sweet! So there'll be there'll be some cool setup movie? here. Yeah, Spider-Man vs. Venom. Three movies for for Holland. Uh, I would say he's probably got three left. Do you think he's going to turn down a Spider-Man role? Yeah. Well, no, he's not going to turn down the role. But I mean, unless you know, by some miracle, like Uncharted gets made, and it's that's awesome. But that's yeah. That but one. to be perfectly honest, that is a brilliant move for Unzoni's part. I'm really surprised. Let kind of mad Marvel actually. Build it I'm all up, mad. and then we're going to go. Cool, Marvel's out of this. No, and we're going no, 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 no. I'm talking about the deal itself. Oh, two more. So, yeah. He, I mean, at the same whole, time, like because no, they gave up, I think twenty-five more percent of the pro- proceeds yeah. to Marvel, and plus a two-picture deal. But if what Matt said was correct, the the Spider-Man Venom crossover is a Sony movie, which yeah. in turn, I think re-ups the the uh, um, <laughs> the ownership of the of the Spider-Man character yeah probably which is but well, there's it but being associated with marvel it's it like it's pro- most likely going to be successful more successful than they've ever done with their own spider-man franchises well i think that's what's brilliant i think what might be in the works though is that rumor is is that uh disney may be looking to buy spider-man straight out from sony and one of the figures I've seen is five billion dollars. Jesus, that's not surprising. That's, that's not how much they paid all. for all of Marvel, just for one character. Just for one character, yeah. but it's Sony the last stuff. character, you know. Sony's <laughs> I don't know if Sony's going to do that because it. Sony I knows mean, Spider-Man as a whole is a gold mine. But he had. But people have not been liking what they've been doing to the character. Um, except into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, they love it. Which was animated. Which was animated. So? It still played... But if they lose lose the rights to Spider-Man, they can't do the animated stuff. True. That's true. True. But would we rather have a live action... Disney Marvel Miles Morales. Miles would be going with him because it would be all the characters oh, from Spider-Man. But what if we got a Disney Marvel movie with Miles Ooh. Morales? That they, would be amazing. They can rehire everyone else. Everyone back. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. That'd be that kind of cool, fun. actually. Yeah. That'd be really fun. That's crazy. The only thing I really, I truly care about is Spider-Man being back in Marvel. And if, but also seeing these moves Sony's are making there, it's, you know, it's scary. So, that, I mean, I don't really... I don't know if they would take the money. Because in the long run, no matter what, Spider-Man's going to make money. $5 billion is a lot of money, though, and it would help save Sony Pictures. Because, honestly, outside of Spider-Man and what PlayStation does for Sony, they lose money on that, that venture. 
It's true. It, it depends on the position that they're in, too. And one way or another, I just want to see Spider-Man back in Marvel and put there for good. I'd be OK with that. Yeah. So let's jump over to uh, the world of D.C. Uh-oh. So, uh-oh. Ooh, don't even boo. I'll take Batman over. <laughs> well, OK, hold on. I will take Christopher hey Nolan Batman and Tim Burton Batman over Donald Justice Batman any day. But oh wow, oh wow, like franchises that were a couple decades ago. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, Dude, yeah okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Jerry, okay. you you can agree with me that Don or uh, Donna Justice and JLA weren't what they could be. It doesn't matter. Of course, of course, movies could have been better. No, that's what I'm saying. I will take it's the end product that came out. Anyway. And why is this fighting my boo? Crap. I don't understand. How is this fighting my boo? Because you said boo to DC. Yes. Don't be knocking the Nolan trilogy. Uh, Anyways. No, so, I don't think he is. He's he's knocking the franchise that is DC now. Okay. I'll yes, give you very that. much. So. I'll give you that. Well, hold on. Are you booing Aquaman and Wonder Woman? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. I'll still bump them in there. Yeah. I will. I'll lump them in there. I, I enjoyed those movies, but I yeah, I'll throw movies, them in there. But what was the only thing that was really innovative about both of those movies was the the underwater uh, technology that it showed, you know, in Aquaman. Okay, you and I both have agreed. Okay, and you can go back on this if you know if you're that type of person. But uh, Wonder Woman was another was seriously Captain America. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm. Okay. Okay. Cap- okay, we've seen that and movie. Co- and then come Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. It's going to be Captain Marvel. Yeah, I'm I'm cautious on that one. I st- I still think it's going to do very well, but you're absolutely right, Theo. <laughs> you're absolutely right. It's Captain Marvel. It's got the yeah. same neon like bright colors that Captain Marvel had. In her on her suit, uh, it's like yeah. So that's what, that's all I'm saying. So, anyways, right, anyways, DC, DC World. Uh, Zoe boo. Kravitz has been cast as Catwoman in the new Batman movie, opposite Robert Pattinson. I feel like she is a really nice choice from an actor standpoint, but I feel like from what I've always come to know with the comics and the animated series and everything, she's too short to play that character. I feel like she's too mm. short for Catwoman. Put her, put her in some yeah. heels. I, she's gonna. Well, you already know she's gonna, gonna be, be in like six inch like, heels. You know she's gonna be in giant heels, but that still ain't yeah. gonna do much. Um, um, I, I think this is one of the one of the best choices DC has made in a very long yeah, time. I, I feel like that's primarily because you're bi- a little biased. One somebody has one a crush. Yes. Somebody one has yes. a crush, dude. Okay, two. Two, I would let me just clarify this very, very crystal clearly. I would do huh. anything to be a part of that family, <laughs> dude. I mean, but Lenny, Kravitz, man. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz to, and Jason Momoa, enough said. Yes, to have J- Lenny Kravitz as a father in law, or well, yeah, the idea is father in law, um, and Momoa as uh, like step stepfather and father in whatever. Any any association, I would be like. I love the those two dudes are the coolest dudes. If I if I just like sit 
in the vicinity of those two guys. I am legitimately cooler. Okay. <laughs> I don't understand why that involves needing to be related to them in some fashion, but okay, you go for that. <laughs> so to Theo's Just to be point, part of that though, family would be awesome. Theo's point, Zoe Kravitz is 5'2". Yeah. True, like she's she, short. She she definitely wore high heels when she was in Kin and she played a stripper and she was still freaking short. Like mm-hmm. she wore stripper heels in that movie and like she was still freaking short. I still think uh it's a one it's a it's a bold choice. I think she can do the job. Um Oh, no, hands down, she's a great actress. Or yeah. I wouldn't. Oh, okay, I wouldn't say great actress, but she's a good actress and she's very good looking. But I, she doesn't quite fit the physicality to my point, just from height. Otherwise, body wise, she would make fantastic Catwoman because she has the flexibility. She definitely has uh, the mentality to probably be a a Catwoman like uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. I could see that happening. Yeah. I think, yeah, I definitely think she can bring more to the table, too. Yeah. I, I like the choice. Wise. And for me, as much as I wanted to hate the choice of Robert Pattinson as Batman, I could see them being together on screen as Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle. Yeah. I think it is a good fit. How, how do you really feel? How do you feel about the Robert Pattinson choice now? OK, so when I first. When I first heard about it, all I could think about is. Glitter Batman. He goes out in the sunlight, yeah. glitters, whatever. But now after, you know, not necessarily watching all of his new films, but seeing some of the trailers and stuff for that, I I can't I can't hate the idea. I want to, but I can't. So I still hate the idea. I still hate I, the idea. I want to see what he looks like in suit. Okay. I, I want to see, you know, I, I, I want to see what they do with it. I'm going to give it a shot because they are going with the road of world's greatest detective. So we're going to see a bit more with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was funny. We were talking about this at work today, too, because, you know, I think that we need a Batman Beyond movie. Oh, but the yes, problem is Michael Keaton would be Bruce Wayne for Batman Beyond. Need to be. Who would you have that would play great. Terry? And we were trying to figure that out. Uh, who would be Terry and who would be Joker? I can't think of a young actor that would be good for it. To be Terry? Yeah. You can choose anyone. Who? Give me an give me an example yeah, of give who us you a name. would see it. If you could give do us a name. anyone, play Terry. I mean, if he wasn't already associated with it, my like one of my first choices would have been. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, but he's already associated. But a type like him, you can find. You know, Sorry, he's a little aged for Terry right now. Mm-hmm. Like, he's still very good looking for his age and everything, but he's a little aged to be playing Terry. Maybe I mean, Joel Eckerton? Uh, or Aaron, I'm sorry, Aaron Eckerton? Eckerton. Mm-hmm. Kingsman? Oh. King, Kingsman. Kingsman and Rocketman? Eh, maybe. Potentially. He's got the smart uh, eye. He's got the smartest attitude for it. I mean, he's got the smart. I feel like he's a little too large for Terry. Ooh, that's he's true. Like Batman, Be- Batman Beyond's very sleek and thin and flexible and like very parkour and like once you get that once you get that 
those broad shoulders and everything into that suit, it's just not going to be the same. Like you definitely yeah. need a rather, like slender tone type of dude who's just not that like buff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's that is the thing with I, him. I, is that- I, I almost think since we were, since we were talking about Pattinson, he would actually be a decent Terry, Terry? if he looked a little actually, younger. He could. He yeah, really could. like I mean, he's got the brooding look and everything. I think that he could yeah. pass off for that. I don't know. Otherwise, I can't really think of anybody. Neither can I. But I, so, Jerry, like Jerry's, Jerry's usually the better one with actors' names than I am. Yeah, yeah, but that's kind of a broad. I mean, that's something that I would like. I would really have to like narrow down, like actors okay. today who I think could possibly play a Terry. Like, you know, it's really bad, even what? though because I know because I know it's going to be a topic coming up. But I almost feel like if she looked a little bit more mannish, just a tad bit, but Ruby Rose, oh, her, her, the current Batwoman, I think she could be a great Terry. <laughs> okay, so let's, no, let's because talk then about you would that. still have to have some acting talent. Okay, let's let's talk about that because <laughs> I I, I actually had was so curious about. Batwoman and direction it's looking like they're going to take for crisis. Um, I, I, I ponied up the two ninety nine on iTunes and bought the pilot. And I want to say that was a flaming pile of crap. EDC. We still support you, even though you're putting out crap. (laughs) Yes. I mean, just everything. I mean, even me like the fight sequences, like, she was. Oh, the fights were horrible. She was frail and like got thrown around like a rag doll. And it but just, as well as the, the the punches were so unrealistic. They were overly yeah. dramatic and everything. Okay, like, let me put it this way: our slap war at E3 had more, more had more intensity yeah. behind it. <laughs> more reaction to it. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't, have to, I didn't have to watch head. it. I didn't have to watch it to to know that it wasn't going to do well. They changed so much of that character, or like threw so much in that, it, like, no. I mean, it's Actually, definitely I was. A, I looked up on Wikipedia change. and looked up some of the stuff behind her character and stuff, and some of it is canon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, it's a whole different spin on mm-hmm. uh, things that we're used to, like her being. Yeah. Um, Commissioner Gordon's daughter. No, 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 no. One, That's yeah. Batgirl. Batgirl's Bat- Barbara Gordon. Oh, okay. this is Batwoman. This is um, Kate Kane, who is actually Bruce's cousin. Um, his uh, his mom was her aunt, and Alice, who is the villain in Batwoman in the TV show, is her actual twin sister. sister. Spoiler for those who don't read the comics. Anyway. I mean, they but even if you even did, then, though, you did read the comics it, it spoils that in the first episode. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And they've she's in the episode. It's Alice in the Wonderland gang, which in the comics, she does so much to distance herself from being associated with the Wonderland gang and the Mad Hatter. So, I mean, it's, it's OK, but Alice just isn't the villain that the Joker is. The Bane is. 
You right. Know, the, I mean, the, the actress, I don't know her name that plays Alice. I feel like she plays the character oh, she very played, well. She does play it really well. But she, but the character was written so limited. Like, she just Correct. didn't have that veracity to really mess around with Kate and, and really get into her head like a Joker type of okay. character. So, let's... Hmm. Yeah, I mean... I, I say I I think it could have had potential if they did it right, but I just don't feel them doing it right now. Granted, I think Ruby Rose kind of will fit the character mold when you look at what how she looks in the comics and stuff like that. But man, the punches, the fight sequences. I'm I'm personally still a fan of. Ruby Rose, like I think she's gorgeous for one, but I like I like how she delivers her lines. I, I love she does a great control in her facial expressions during her acting and everything. The only thing that she really needs to work on is her physical acting for the fight scenes. Because I mean, like even when she was in John Wick Two, when she was fighting Keanu, it was still oh, yeah. horrible fighting. Uh, I thought she did. I thought she did better in John Wick. In John Wick Two. I will say that she was better in John Wick too than she was in the pilot episode. But then say, she was oh, no, you like, watch it. Um, she was acting. I did go back and watch John Wick one and two. Thank you. Oh. No, I said Jerry didn't watch the pilot, so he doesn't oh, no. know. I thought you were referring to me and the fact that you guys were giving me crap that I'd never seen the John Wick movies when we you finally watched Jockman. Did you finally watch three? All of them. All of them. Yeah. I was going to say it's been out for a while now. (laughs) Jerry, if you want to watch the pilot, go on my account, go watch the pilot. You can see just kind of how eh it is. Okay. So speaking of eh, um, we talked last week about Blizzard and their reactions to the Hong Kong things. So come to find out Tencent, who is the biggest game development house in china owns five percent of blizzard so that already can go on record as you know probably why they did some things that they did but Uh they did give back the ten thousand dollar prize money to blitzkong and they reduced the suspension in the same breath this week they also suspended the esports team from american university for six months because on a live stream that they were not part of hosting duties or anything like that. But on a live stream, they hung up or they held up a sign supporting Hong Kong during the stream. So it seems that that blizzard as welcoming as they say they are for everybody and why they all feel welcome. I think they're trying to placate to the Chinese market. Mm. Um, Now that being said to Theo's point last week is there was probably some disclosures they signed or something that said, hey, you're not going to do certain things on live stream. And if there was right. that case, then they absolutely deserve to be suspended or whatever it is within that realm. Um, I mean, I, I uh, in one breath, I applaud Blizzard for realizing they screwed up with Blitzkong and gave him back some of his prize money and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it took immense backlash from the gaming community for Blizzard to do this. They didn't do it on their own. They did it to save face. Right. So. Which, I mean, in, in any any type of company to keep up good PR, they're definitely going to do that to save face. Yeah. The, yeah, I agree. Yep. So another uh, 
PR incident happened over the weekend. Jerry, you and I talked about this when we were playing Borderlands when Thea wasn't playing with us. Uh-huh. Um, Borderlands 3! So, Fortnite uh, blew up the world over the weekend. Yeah. And sucked everything into a black hole and went offline for a couple days. So, they came back online this week with Fortnite Chapter 2, which is a, another free-to-play, of course. Uh, but doing- isn't that much older? Chapter Fortnite 2? Chapter 2? It's brand oh, yeah. new. Nope. Just came out. It's brand new. Brand oh, new. They're, extending, okay, so a- they're extending the game. So like, what they're doing is Destiny now... Destiny 2. Chapter 2 is... Yeah, right. Um, it's going to have 13 new locations, water gameplay where players can swim and fish and ride motorboats. They're going to do new avatars and guns. Um, here's, here's a number I want you guys to just let sink in for a second. They made 2.5 billion with a b off of fortnite wow now granted epic is expanding out their campus down there in um, north carolina to house more people more dev teams and everything like that but you know for 2.5 billion dollars i think you could have afforded you know people to take a little bit more time for their family because that tells you we already knew they had crunch to begin with that number tells you, yeah, crunch is, crunch is needed, so they keep churning out all this stuff to keep pe- players coming back for more and more. Um, I hate Fortnite for the fact is that everybody saw Battle Royale mode work, and now that's all they want to do is put in their games as Battle Royale. Agreed. I'm not a fan of Battle Royale. Yeah, it needs to go. And not, and not only for the reason that I suck at it, but I still just don't find any enjoyment in it. Give me, give me PVP where it's four on four, five on five, whatever. I mean, I'm still in battle Roy- still on Fortnite, you can do teams of three. Yeah, Royale. I think you know, and like I think Apex Legends fills that void for the free to play of the three v three. Which now that Destiny, no, it's on Fortnite. Gone. Fortnite has three v three. Do they really battle royale? Yeah, yeah. they've always had. Well, okay. See, I've, I've never played Fortnite. I've never really gotten interested. You know, wife's brother played it a little bit, you know, when he was at our house, and I just didn't find it interesting. So now, Jerry. Yup. Do you have 55 gig available on your hard drive on your PS4? Of course he does. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Good. Because that's the file size for Death Stranding when it launches next month. Which I feel like is not necessarily that much larger than most of the games that have been coming out recently. No, yeah. it's definitely. I That's mean, actually, I mean, on the smaller Red, side, honestly. Red Dead is more. Yeah. Yeah, especially with the amount of uh, um, like graphics in in that they're doing for increase in everything, just the amount of precision for that kind of size, it makes me wonder. Um, how long the game's really going to be, even though they boasted what? Like, they did 13 straight hours of live stream and they didn't, they barely went through the first level or something. Yeah, the first chapter. Yeah. 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 Like, even if you look at Spider Man right now, Spider Man is 45 gigs. Mm. Yeah. So it's really not going to be that lengthy because spider-man was how lengthy like how many hours did you guys put into spider-man including dlc no base game base game base game i want to say probably a good 40 hours ish 
Okay. And even Horizon is 42 gigs. So I guess, I mean, 13 gigs more, especially with comparison to Horizon. Horizon was quite a lengthy game. I mean, I guess it could be pretty good. But still, it's, at least 55 isn't really a huge jump on Yeah, that's not that bad. On so, drives, especially, especially since you can upgrade anyways. What's that, what that means is, is we're going to get one disk, and then there's going to be probably a 10 gig install file that you have to download. Because remember, disk, yeah. PS4 discs only fit 50 gig. So, for something that big, you're gonna ha- you're gonna have a day one download. Yeah. So, let's let's jump on over to uh, Microsoft because PlayStation was kind of quiet, you know, rightfully so. They re- they revealed a lot with PS5. So, um, this week it was announced at three four industry three four three industries who are the makers of Halo now. Since Bungie left, they went over to do Destiny. 343 Industries took over. Uh, they have now lost a second person off the Halo Infinite team. This time it was their lead producer, Mary Olson, who is now over at Midwinter Entertainment, which is based in Seattle. And their only game, to their credit, is Scavengers, which is in playtest mode right now. It's not even been fully released. And this comes after in August they lost creative director uh, Tim Longo. So in course of two months ish, you've lost two key personnel off your your production team a year right. before launch. Yeah, that's so pretty devastating. I hope they can have somebody step up into that because honestly, they can't afford to have another bad Halo. But I mean, but that's definitely got to tell you something that like something's definitely got to be going down for such a huge name to go essentially to a startup. A lead from, producer on your yeah. game leaves for a startup. Yeah, essentially. Right. <clears throat> I mean, that's pretty insane. Unless I mean, like, unless she's got something personal to where that like she's it's something that she's a big fan of, of something that she's always wanted to do is just start something from the ground up and really. And, it, and if it's on the side, by all means, I feel like go it's either it. that or they're or they're changing direction. Yeah, right. I think it's the latter. I think it's the latter because I know Tim was forced out of the creator director uh, creative director position into some other position. Then he left a couple weeks later. So yeah. there is a shakeup. All companies go through it. But do you really want to be shaking up your quintessential flagship? game you know honestly yeah gears we know it's microsoft forza we know it's microsoft but halo is synonymous with xbox it has been there since day one with combat evolves so i wouldn't have messed with it personally i would have let it go and then after releases do your shakeup so um now we've all quit games when we've played especially black ops we get in against a team that you know they're they're camping they're cheating i mean whatever it is right we've quit out well or trolls trolls trolls. you know Mm -hmm. it has now come out that the coalition who is the maker of gears of war 5 has stated that if you quit multiplayer it will lead to you being suspended from multiplayer on gears of war 5 and if you do it enough you could be banned up to two years. How do you how do you feel about a studio and a gaming company suspending players for quitting a multiplayer game? 
So I only have I have one theory on this, and I, you can probably debunk this because I don't know that much about it, um, other than this this part. So with competitive uh, gamers who want high level scores, like they their kill count, all that, all of those stats, they don't want ever to break because they want to be at the highest. Yeah. If they quit mid mid game, those points don't. Don't uh, it don't affect don't your the, It doesn't you, affect it. Isn't that Incorrect. in Black Ops? Incorrect. That was the same way. Incorrect. It Incorrect. doesn't do that, no matter what. Correct. No, oh, it will. Then, it will. It won't completely hurt your win loss ratio, mm-hmm. but it will definitely hurt your KD ratio. Oh, okay. Quitting games does hurt your ratios very hard, especially they they didn't before. Uh, especially like in Black Ops 2, because um, tons of people quit games all the time. But uh, quitting games, especially in Black Ops 3, uh, quitting games would hit your K- hurt your KD uh, even if uh, you like quit with a 0-0 or whatever. It would still hurt your KD and your overall stats. Oh, wow. Well, then this is ridiculous then. I, so here's my point. It, it, where I think this is actually a, a potentially good thing, so that's particularly with the game. It's not saying that Gears of War is going to hurt your no, stats. No, no. So I think I mean, here's why I think it's a good that's, because that's my well, that's my theory on why I think it it happens so much, um, to where that they would want to try and make moves to stop that. But well, if it doesn't matter, your stats are going to be hurt. Then that's just them. I think trying to control it. I think look at Black Ops. Right? How many games did we play where all of a sudden? Other people dropped out around us and we were down to a, a team of three or a team of four or B, we were full squatted and people dropped off on the other team and left it down to being one or two people. Right. And yeah, there wasn't any balance until people joined. And I think that's probably I would go that direction as far as why they're trying to to say, hey, if you quit out, you could possibly get suspended because, you know, people jump in, they start playing the game. But to your point, like, that's why I think they didn't penalize people, because they still had continuous matchmaking, that there were still people joining mid-game, whereas there's things like people really get, like, they started doing that in Destiny 2 with people dropping out of Gambit and as well as Crucible for their PvP games and their PvE, PvP type of mashup. If you drop out of game, nobody gets replaced. So that's why they started penalizing people mm-hmm. because they wouldn't be replaced, oh. and you're hurting the other players by leaving. And I wonder if that's how Gears Five is. Yeah, and uh, I'd be I, curious. Would, I would suspect if, that's the case. And I'd be curious if one of our listeners that is playing on Xbox and plays Gears of War Five can actually confirm whether or not that is if it's got continuous matchmaking or not. Um, yeah. Now speaking of Gears Five, uh, the public trials have started for Project X Cloud. And it is in the U.S., the U.K., and South Korea. And it's limited right now to Android users for the first wave. Next wave will be Xboxes. Um, It is a very limited number. Is it still going on the Switch? uh, It's rumored that one of the things they were looking at possibly doing is xCloud on the Switch, which would be great. Um, But... They're going to launch it. They're only letting it have four. Man, that better have been some good ice there, Jerry. Sorry. Kicking back with some ice, you know. 
but crunch away. Seen... We'll cut it out. <laughs> Just crunch. Sorry. Crunch, 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 crunch. Oh, no, we ain't cutting that shit out. Heck no. <laughs> We're not going to cut out Jerry uh, hitting the ice. You know, Jerry Jerry just has an iron deficiency. He just he just needs more iron. Probably why I he went to just, probably he, need, why he went to Jack in the Box. I did. I really wanted I really wanted a burger. I haven't had a burger in a while. I was hungry. <laughs> Anyways, Project <laughs> X Cloud is going to launch with four games for the testing market. Okay, Gears okay. Five. Sweet. Okay. Halo Five Guardians. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh, sea of Thieves, ew. Okay. And Killer Instinct. You you what? Why are you saying ew to Sea of Thieves? I mean, it's, it's a smart so move on their part. Like I don't really like game. Sea of Thieves, but I was so it's disappointed. A smart move on their part. Really? I why? really, I really wanted that to be like a third person action adventure open world, but it's first person. Hey, uh, it's. I feel. Hey, I, I feel hey, like hold on. you're. Always comparing it to Black Flag. I feel like that's a thing for you that you're but always comparing it to Black Flag. Hold on Flag. to that point though. That's why it was at, so great. At least players on Sea of Thieves get more than Skull and Bones. Yes. That's true. That Skull and Bones was so bad. <laughs> you know? So dude, you know what I forgot to tell you? Um when I when I helped mom move to uh to Arizona, yeah. Uh I was um the night before I was gonna fly back home. I was wearing my Sea of Thieves shirt, and she was asking, like, that's kind of a dark, scary shirt, Jerry. What is that? Like, my, Sea of Thieves or Skull and Bones? It was Skull, uh, and, Bones. Skull and Bones. Okay. Did oh, she sorry. catch the I, middle I, finger on the front of the shirt? Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. That's why she was like, what is that? Hey, what? I don't remember there being a middle finger on Dead yeah, center. Part of the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I still have it. I got to go look. <laughs> and sh- and I was explaining, like, no, Mom, this is from E3, and she wanted me to explain, like, well, then how did you get the shirt? Like, what did you do? Like, well, me, Matt. You played a crappy demo. <laughs> me, Matt, and Theo, like, got that's the whole point of E3. Like, we get to play the game before it comes out. So we were playing the game, and she um, she was like, oh, man, was it a lot of fun? And I was like, no, no, it was, like, really disappointing, actually. And that made her laugh. And, like, after the demo, you get, like, swag, like, or promotional gifts, like a shirt. And she was like, oh, sweet. It's still scary, but that's cool. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> she was really laughing at like, so was the was it exciting? Did you like the game? Like, no, it was actually really good. It was a flaming pile. And I think, I terrible. mean, what's funny is we haven't heard much about Skull and Bones since then. Since no. they decided to postpone right. yeah. So Because yeah. so, it really was terrible. For me, I, I hope that Project xCloud does, does succeed, you know, because you need another option outside of stadia yeah. yeah we'll see what happens i mean heck we'll see what happens with playstation 5 whether or not they're gonna go trying to you know push playstation now a little bit further and have some cloud capabilities to it you know like stadia but ultimately we'll see what happens when they start releasing it to play on xboxes right and just really start yeah. seeing how they can t- stress test the network um, yeah and hopefully they have some more That's games kinda- for that to be tested on because killer instinct that's not that's not really a hard game to stream. <laughs> There's not no. a lot going on with it. No, no. I mean, Halo. I find kind of interesting that they're starting with Android first. Mm-hmm. I would think mobile users is a larger audience than Xbox as a whole. Well, yeah, I mean, Android. They're going with Android devices, so phones and everything. I can see them not going with 
Apple because Apple just released some massive changes to their entire ecosystem. Right. Yeah. I mean, let me put it this way. I, I upgraded to Catalina. Yeah, I lost four of my apps. My editing software I used for my photography when I was doing that, it's um, now officially dead. Oh, wow. Fun. Yeah, and it doesn't warn you. Yeah, I definitely have to say that this recent round of uh, OS upgrades, not just Mac, but across the board, I- iOS, iPad, OS, like it's really been not standard Apple mm-hmm. um, type of quality. It's just been really bad. Like uh, iPad OS, I'm pretty sure I'm finally got upgraded off of the beta, and there's still so many bugs with it, especially with the dock. Um, the iPhone iOS 13, apparently I came into realization that there is a bug with 13 that your, your, your SMS will stop working all of a sudden by doing nothing. They came out with an update yesterday for iPad OS and iOS. Uh, I did get those in the same bugs or the same bug for iPad OS is still on mine. I just, I get it. Apple wants to go with 64-bit. That's their whole big push now. But there's a lot of there's a lot of apps out there that use 32-bit coding, and instead of updating to 64, those developers are like, nope, we're done. You're going to lose support. So, as much as we love Apple products, I often wonder is like a move like this combined with how pricey their stuff is. Is it going to start looking at making people drive to back over to Windows when you have the new round of Surface, you know, the Surface Books and everything, their Surface Book Pros, which are coming out for less money. You have more upgrade options. You have USB-A and C's on them to begin yeah. with. Um, and they're working hard to put keep 32-bit around. So it makes me wonder, I, I hope Apple doesn't, you know, lose people out of this. Right. Because for the price of MacBook Pros, I'd say it, I've, you know, like Data said in Star Trek um, First Contact, you know, he was tempted, right? I've kind of taken a look at what the Surface books are like, the new ones. And for some of the stuff they have embedded on them, like the USB A's and everything, that's a huge upside. But you're looking at the actual Surface laptop and not the, the Surfaces, right? There's a difference uh, between Surface Laptop and Surface Pro. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what I was looking at, but I uh, I, um, I would not suggest the Surface just from a matter of convention. You mean their, the iPad version, essentially? Yeah. I mean, iPad, iPad kind of followed their version for the most you part. You know what I mean. Yeah. But yes, that's what I'm talking about. At least, uh, at least iPad did it right with the smart key. Surface, I don't like the kickstand, and it just makes it for not being used in the lab at all. Yeah. Limits its uh, mobility in my book. I mean, I got to give it to Microsoft, though. They're pushing the limit. I mean, they're trying to do what they can to appease to everybody. Um, Apple's being Apple. I mean, we all know what Apple's like. Right. Agreed, but I kind of feel like Apple still needs to make some sort of big splash or something new and bold. It's about time. They're, well, they're, they haven't reiterated their phone. 
in a while. I like there really hasn't been a lot of innovation. Um, I think iPad OS is uh, uh, it was a long time coming. It should have been here years ago, where they would have like a workable system now if they implemented However, it when they it should have. Still functions like iOS. It's okay. It's okay. It's, it's okay. But, it's, but once again, it's a first iOS or it's a first OS. So it's going to take time for it to get to the point where like it's really going to make or break, you know, whether or not you decide to go with either that or a laptop. And and right now, I think a lot of people should should still go for laptops if they're looking for the I, I would have, experience. I'd agree with Jerry because, I mean, like still at the same point, like iPad OS is there and it's purely the OS. It's the primary lackluster thing that's happening with that's making OS struggle is the apps and the apps aren't there for an iPad OS environment right now yet. Yep. Right. Cause it's, it is its first iteration and it's like I said, it's been a long time coming. It should have been here years ago where we would have had an already working or usable system somewhat by now with, with time, but right now it needs time. And yeah, I agree. I think they have been a little lackluster lately. I, I hate that Apple, with even the MacBook Pros and stuff, they moved to solely going to USB-C. Because for a lot of devices out there, that's going to be requiring you to get adapters and all of that. and Special cables. Yeah. But everything's moving forward to USB-C, so that I get... Yeah, but at least bridge it. At least still yeah. include at least one USB A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I could see USB C being a primary if it's a matter of form factor for size of the MacBook. But I mean, like USB. Well, I mean, the new MacBook Pros are like, small. yeah, barely. I mean, they're three quarters almost Mac Airs, aren't they? They are. Yeah, yeah. And I, I so think that's that why I could see like being a- we were kind of talking about is like I love I do love the portability of my iPad, but. I love the functionality and what my MacBook Pro brings me. So, right. I mean, yes, I have toyed with the idea of just getting, um, you know, trading in my iPad and using that to get a new MacBook. Right. Because, I mean, like like Matt and I had talked about this before, is like because I had the Surface before as well as the iPad at the same time and like why I got rid of the surface. And it was just a matter of what I was using it for. Cause before I had mm. the surface because I had the surface for school and I really need, I really wanted the mobility and have the same software as I was going to be using for school, which was a lot of 3d rendering and coding and stuff like that. It was only gonna be on windows, yeah. but like I, iPad and iPad OS, like it really just hits me for what I, primarily do on the go right now and that's going to be the really simple things that i do on my phone anyways just on a bigger screen Mm -hmm. yeah and that's why i stuck with that i'm not going to a laptop i have my beast of a computer at home that i'll use whenever i need to be at home that's all yeah and i prefer the functionality of the laptop because when i edit the podcast i can go out in the living room i can go into the bedroom you know i can go wherever i want to and i can do it whereas i was hoping with ipad os like GarageBand would get an update right that it would be yes. the iP- the garage band that's on the MacBook. Yeah. And it's not. It is a, 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 a single guys a single guys that don't have a family to hang out with uh, just can stay in their room with their door closed and yeah. edit instead. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's nice to go even go out on the porch, you know, on a nice 
Nice, cool, rainy day. And just listen to the rain uh-huh. and edit uh, stuff. With, so. with fresh air? Fresh with, air. Out in the world? No. You know, where you're not breathing in um, smoke from fires. <laughs> Speaking of uh, typical Colorado weather, we hit 80 today. Hey, all yeah. right. <laughs> After having snow last week. Oh, my God. We hit, we hit a high of 80 tomorrow and then back down to 65. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's awesome. See, I was looking at the weather, and it's actually the forecast has gotten better for when we're there next week. It's now going to be up near 70 for Tuesday and Wednesday. But typical Colorado weather, it's going to be Thursday. It's going to be rain, 49, a low of 30. Sounds about right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. called we're going to warm up the car first when we get ready to go to the airport on Thursday. Make it's sure you been, have a, a an ice scraper for the mornings. Oh, it's my dad's car. He's got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, what have you guys been playing? I know, Theo, right you said I'm you fired Destiny, Destiny 2. 2. Yeah. Which, uh, I found out more about the armor system, and, and I'm actually a huge fan of it right now. Really? Such a huge fan. Oh my god, I'm so happy with it right now. Okay, so, do you remember with Before Forsaken... It was really very, um, very like set in stone, like look for a specific type of armor set that you enjoy and just kind of like stick with that. Right. Yes. Yeah. Like I had my uh, those gauntlets that used to make me go invisible all the time. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. So then in Forsaken, they threw in random rolls for perks on both armors and weapons, which was great. So now with everything it's um and they also introduced uh mods armor mods and everything Mm -hmm. like that which you can uh kind of like just kind of pick and choose and everything so now which is absolutely fantastic is that the random rolls for armor is pure stats not mods or anything it's just pure stats so you can farm for your favorite look and go and farm for your stats that you want for that armor. Ooh. Oh, oh, cool. random roll. And so it's random roll on the energy resistance. So it could be an arc, it could be a void or a solar. You can be more towards recovery or resilience based off of what your stuff. They also throw in strength and intellect and all that stuff to affect how your uh, recharges go and everything like that. And then on top of that, they have an um, a point system for loading on your mods which is absolutely fantastic so mods are no longer um disposables uh so you don't have to start collecting them you just have to get one of them and it's there forever and you, you, keep get ro- that mod. you can rotate it out and everything oh, and you can rotate it out and everything it just takes glimmer in order to attach it but each one has a point system related to it with relations to your armor and your armor can have a max of 10 points and you upgrade your armor for your energy points up to masterwork, which is 10. So you can have, so you can have, and you can have a max of three mods. So you can have two level five mods that are absolutely massive, or you can mix and match however you want in order to get it. Did they make, did that flow downhill to the free to play version? Do you know? That I don't know. Okay. I would imagine so, since that's going to be kind of a base thing, but that might purely be Shadow Keep. Hmm. Interesting. Um, 
Because, well, let me let me throw up a, uh, so, an armor right now. While you're looking at that, Theo, have you gotten further on Link's Awakening? I have not. I haven't launched up uh, Link's Awakening. You know, I, I beat the third dungeon. I'm still finding it hard to really want to go and play that game. Yeah, I mean, once you told me that you hadn't played, like, really any of the mobile, then I fully understand why you can't yeah. get into it. Because like, yeah. I played all the mobile Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you didn't play. Um, wow, why can't I? Why am I blanking on the world on the version um, Between Worlds? I think Link Between Worlds I did play, and that was pretty good. Um, but I think more so though is because it was a direct sequel to Link to the Past. Okay, the maps are the same. All of it are pretty much the same. So, because um, mm-hmm. because yeah, I would definitely equate that like. Link Between Worlds was a standard mobile Zelda game. Yeah. Um, so I started playing more Concrete Genie. It is really good. How are you liking that? It okay. is a... So, so well worth the 30? For 30, yeah, absolutely. Um, no. You've got you know the challenges to go find stuff and, and look for things. Um, the soundtrack is really good. Um and it's got some climbing elements that if you play Uncharted, you will completely understand how you're you're jumping up to a piece of rock up here, you know, and jumping over to a ledge over here um, to get up to the hidden spot. So there's plenty of collectibles and everything. Um, the difficulty curve on it, I would give it a five if that. Um, but I think really? it's more geared towards, you know, being everybody being able to play it because there is accessibility yeah. options on it, which is fantastic. Um it is more about bringing joy back to the world. It deals with that bullying element and trying to flip some of the bullies because they moving into chapter two, you get to find out why one of the bullies kind of became a bully, essentially a bully. Um, well, that's good. So I really like that. It's nice part. to show that aspect. Um, that's good. I also picked up Ori in the blind forest, which is, uh, Made by Microsoft Dude, Studios. I love Ori. I and love Ori so much. Do you have it on your Switch? No, I have okay. the. So, I actually have the first game on PC. So I have the first game on the hmm. Switch. It's the Switch edition. I am actually earning Xbox achievements for my Xbox Live account by playing it on the Switch. You yeah, can sign into it, fun. and the achievements you earn show up on your Xbox Live account. Hmm. Oh, that's funny. Yep. So, so what is this game really, Ori? Um, I'm not terribly far it's a, into it's it. It's a platformer. It's a platformer. It oh, is okay. a platformer. Um, from what I've gathered, I mean, you kind of start off with, I guess it's your mom or your dad or something, and I guess you guys get separated. That's the best way I can see it. So, so uh. primarily, so primarily, Ori is a spirit of the forest. And um, because of the darkness with uh, that separated him from his parents, that's Uh what he's fighting to reestablish is the light in the forest. uh, And that's the primary premise in the game. Oh, okay, okay, Yeah, cool. So it's it's a it's a platformer. It's definitely got like a uh, Gilby esque type of um, uh, drawing style. If you're familiar with Gilby films. Okay. So it's kind of like that for not quite in the amount of detail, but it's just that type of feel with kind of like the darker characters. 
Sweet. Okay. I might want to take a look at it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. other than oh, that, it's a lot of fun. Oh, okay. And I'm very did play, interested did you in ever uh, play, Do you ever play Hollow Knight? No. I did okay. pick I it up, say, if you, and I have yet to really get into it. If you're a fan of Hollow Knight, you'll definitely be a fan of Ori, in my opinion. Okay. Um, Jerry, since you're wearing the shirt and we're, we're big fans of the game, um, season pass holders get early access to the new content and the Pentagon mission for division two. I talk, yes. I was gonna say he's talking oh, about okay. division two oh, okay, since cool. nobody can see his shirt right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. and I've been hearing some really good things about it. So I know I'm going to play some of that. I'm off Friday, so I'm going to play some game in a little bit. Lucky. I want to be off Friday, but I got to work this weekend. Uh, I had two twelves. I at least had Monday off. Um, and hey, I, I have Day. to, I have to uh, suggest the new controllers, guys, for the PS4s. They have I mean, a from aesthetic, a, from aesthetic wise. No, even from a material standpoint, um, it's not. It's more of a flatter feel to the controllers. It doesn't feel as slick. It's a really good grip, you know, the way the, the materials feel and stuff. And it's pretty. Mm. It is pretty. Oh, Titanium no. blue is pretty. I still, I still use my scuff. I like my scuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, I don't care about your God of War special edition. <laughs> so, so oh, Jerry, what have you been playing besides a little Borderlands 3 with us? I've actually been kind of sticking with Borderlands. Borderlands and Lynx, uh, I've... I've kind of gotten a little bit more distracted with Borderlands, so um, I haven't touched Lynx yet. Uh, but I'll probably play some of that tomorrow. Yeah. We'll, we'll see if I can get back into it. I'm gonna try. I'm trying to beat Lynx. I really am, but it's becoming harder and harder. I mean, dude, if it's getting really that hard, I would say at this point, just go ahead and trade it in. Yeah, you, know, you don't like some, it. You obviously get, get don't some like value. Because if see, anything, if you wanted. Go back at it. Just borrow it from one of us because, you know, we yeah. have the cartridges. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. The, I mean, the thing is, is like that's a game that I like with my Switch. I don't buy a lot of Switch games, so I like to really take my time and I'm thoroughly enjoying enjoying it. I think it's a really great game. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm just taking my time with it. Yeah, but you played the original, though. So you have more affinity for it. So that was one of the only ones I played on on uh, handheld, and my the last really? one I other. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I no 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 I I didn't play them all. Never played I, seasons I, or ages or four swords. Played four swords. Yeah, I played four swords, and okay. uh, uh, awakening, and that was it. Oh. And then I played all the, some of the other like handhelds, like when Ocarina of Time and uh, Majora's Mask came on, like the 3DS. Mm. And then um, uh, Between Worlds was awesome. I really enjoyed that one. Um, but yeah, during the time, like those were the only games I tried handheld. And then I went to Super Nintendo. All righty then. Yeah. Well, with that being said. I think it's time to thank everybody for Crash Game Night with us tonight, hanging out with us, listening to us ramble about DC and Marvel. And uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for nerding out with us. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, definitely don't mind us. Uh, you know, hitting uh, Theo there with a Rick roll. <laughs> no, 
I still take offense to that. <laughs> uh, it's not no that more bad. Rip-rolls. And it's then a special bad. shout out to my nemesis. Newman. Newman. Please keep on hitting, <laughs> hitting Jerry. <laughs> hey, Theo. What's up? No! I hate you. Oh, my God. This is not good becoming a thing. This will not Later. become a thing. I will not allow this. No. So, everyone, if you like what Jared, please leave those comments on the podcast platform of your choice. Don't forget to follow us on CrashingGameNight.com, our Apple News channel. And I want to say, everyone, be excellent to each other and stay frosty. Later, nerds. Bye, everybody. Tell your friends. <laughs>